My name is Kate the Socialite, and you are listening to episode 155 of The Kate Show. Today's episode is brought to you in part by HoneyBook. If you need a better workflow for your virtual client projects or your consultations, you should check out HoneyBook. You can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. What a heck of a deal. I'm transitioning over to HoneyBook. I think it's really beautiful, and it's a great way to manage projects that do have a streamlined, repeated system. So again, it's for if you have a lot of consults you're doing. If you're doing virtual design or virtual consulting, that's where HoneyBook is going to step up to the plate. It is not a replacement for Mydoma, Ivy, and Dima, anything like that, but it might be a good fit for you if you lean towards the consulting side of things. So again, you can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. Now, on to the good stuff. Are you guys struggling with social media at any point? Have you ever? I mean, I have. There are some days when I go to write captions and I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to say? And honestly, it's rare that I meet interior designer, a home stager, organizer, what have you, who's like, oh yeah, I enjoy writing my social media captions. Most people tell me that it stresses them out. It takes them a long time. They second guess everything. And like I said, I struggle with from time to time too. I I get writer's block. I'm not always sure what to say. And I have to keep going back to this one big question. What does my ideal client need to hear today? Now, the answer to that question will often solve the dilemma, but only after some practice. You see, if you're struggling with writer's block when it comes to social media captions, you might be like, okay, that's fantastic. Glad it works for you. But asking myself what my ideal client needs to hear does not do anything for me. It doesn't fix anything. If that sounds like you, and if you want some practice, if you want some practical help on writing social media captions that make sense for your brand, don't make you want to claw your eyeballs out, (laughs) and they actually attract your ideal client and they make sense for your content, that's what this episode is all about today. I'm sharing 36 caption prompts for Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. These captions, by the way, are taken straight from Socialite Vault, which is my marketing membership for people in the home industry exclusively. And if you're a Vault member at any level, you get these caption prompts for free as a bonus to your membership. Plus, you also get a corresponding social media template for each one that you can modify to match your brand in Canva. So in my show notes, I do have a sneak peek. So if you like some freebies, if you want some Canva templates to go along with all your social media caption prompts, you can head over to the thekateshowpodcast.com episode 155 to get those freebie goods. But let's not get too sidetracked. We still have to figure out the best way to write these social captions. There are a lot of places that'll tell you the photo matters. The photo is what gets people's attention. And to a point, that's true. The image does get people's attention, but the image is not what sells. It's actually the caption that sells. It's the caption that converts. It's the caption that builds community and relationships. And all those things end up making you money, or at least they can. So you really don't want to go the lazy route and be like, oh, look at this pretty photo, or look at my work. The client was so happy. The end, or worse, hey, you should DM me for a free consult. Those are examples of lazy captions. So we need to get some better captions going. Before I share all three dozen of these caption prompts with you, however, I do need to go over a few ground rules. So 
Let's dive right in. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes, and with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer, people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. As a reminder, guys, social media is not the key to your business's success, nor is it a marketing strategy. Social media is just one tool of many that you can use to send the right leads into your sales funnel. Your captions strongly determine whether you're attracting the right leads on social media or whether you're simply posting for the sake of posting because one time someone said it was a good idea or because it's all your colleagues are doing and therefore you'd feel like you'd be missing out if you didn't. But again, guys, social media is not all that. We need to stop treating it like it is. Now, we also have to remember that we don't need to be on every social media platform unless we know our ideal client is actively using that platform. Not every home industry entrepreneur needs to be on social media. I know, isn't that kind of crazy? We've been sold such a lie that we absolutely have to be on social or we're not a real business, no one will take us seriously, blah, 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 but it's just not true. I have met quite a few home industry entrepreneurs lately who don't have to be active on social media at all because their ideal client is not active on social media. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this episode, you probably know that your ideal client is on social and you are trying to figure out how to best reach them. Well, you're going to save yourself a lot of stress and a lot of time by using caption prompts, like what I'm sharing with you today, that will help you schedule out your social media posts in advance. Because here's the thing. The reason a lot of people in the home industry, a lot of business owners, I should say, the reason they fall off the social media wagon so quickly is because they feel like every day they've got to whip out their phone, come up with an idea, write some sort of caption, and post it. They don't step back and get the bird's eye view of, okay, what services am I trying to promote this month and why? What are my goals? What is my signature service? Am I talking about my signature service too much? 
Am I trying to sell versus build relationships? Am I sending people to my website or am I just chasing the likes? Posting day by day makes it really easy to fall into that trap. But if you schedule your posts in advance, like a month at a time, it does give you the ability to step back and actually strategize. So before we dive in, I want to share some social media caption tips. The first one is write all your captions in one Word document or Google Doc and aim for about 12 captions at a time because that's all you'll need for an entire month of posts if you're posting three times a week. And longtime listeners of this podcast know I'm a big proponent of only posting three times a week. The second thing is add three to five hashtags to the end of every caption. Those hashtags should be specific to the post type, the location, the style, or the subject matter. Now, I do get a lot of emails and DMs like, oh, okay, but I don't know which three to five hashtags should I use. I'm freaking out over here. Guys, don't freak out. If you use, quote unquote, the wrong hashtags, it is not going to destroy your social presence because quite honestly, the right image and the right caption will go further than your hashtags could ever take it. The third thing I need to share with you is that you should start using Facebook Business Suite. That will allow you to schedule out your Instagram and your Facebook posts for an entire month or more in one sitting. You should, again, be aiming for around three posts per week. Now, if you're also posting to LinkedIn, you could instead use a free Hootsuite account because that will let you schedule your content to all three platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, without needing to replicate your work. So you schedule it once, it goes to all three places, your work is done. The fourth thing you need to do is add your city, state, or province to each post. Most social media scheduling tools have a place for you to add the location of the photo or just your location, whatever you're comfortable with, when you're creating those posts. Number five, and this is the biggest one, do not overthink your captions or your images or your hashtags. Seriously, it's just social media. And I know that can be so difficult for a lot of us because as entrepreneurs, we tend to overthink everything. But social media actually doesn't need to be overthought. Now, a few notes for you on images. As much as you can, post photos of your own work, even if those photos are from your own home. If you can't hire a photography professional, take the photos with your smartphone, edit the lighting with a free Lightroom app, and use a really good preset. I actually have an awesome preset. It's not mine. I did not make it, but I'm linking to it in my show notes under the resource section because you guys should start using it. It helps you create those light, bright, airy interior photos that get so popular on Instagram and for good reason because they're beautiful. The second thing as far as images, you need to avoid frequently posting images from your colleagues or from celebrities in your industry. Otherwise, your social feed will begin to look really inauthentic. So if there is that one image from Studio McGee that you just absolutely love, you can share it, but don't make that every single post. Don't do it every single week even. Make sure that most of what you post is your own stuff or nicely curated stock photos that are a good representation of work that you might do. The third thing you need to keep in mind is photos of yourself. Ask a friend or a family member to take a few photos of you each month. That will let you post about one photo of yourself per week. And those images can be edited with the Lightroom app as well, by the way, if it makes you feel more confident. And most of all, to address any lighting issues you might have, avoid applying heavy filters or makeover effects, quote unquote, because let's be honest, you don't need them. You really don't. Show up as your authentic self. 
The fourth thing as far as imagery goes is kind of hinting at what I talked about earlier. Use stock images only if they are well curated and match the rest of your feed. If something feels off-brand for you, don't post it. Now I do have a curated collection of Unsplash stock images. I've got like, I don't know, 1200 images in this collection. They're all really nice interiors. They're great for whatever you're trying to talk about. And they're Creative Commons zero licensed, which means that you do not have to cite the source or the photographer. It's completely legal, it's completely free, and I feel very comfortable promoting them for that reason. So with all of that aside, let's dive into some of these caption prompts. Now I will pretty much read every single one, and the reason I want to do this is I'm probably going to add some comments to each of them. I want you guys to get a good idea of why that prompt is written the way it's written, and to even just give you some ideas for captions of your own that have nothing to do with these prompts, at least not directly. So let's just dive in. Number one, post a photo of your work. Tag your vendors in the caption and explain why you chose to use each of those vendors. Your call to action should be, click the link in my bio to view more beautiful spaces I've created for clients. Number two, what main service do you offer? Share a tip and an image related to that. Guys, that caption is here because there are so many people in the home industry who actually forget to tell their social following what their signature service is. Number three, share a photo of you, just you. And in the caption, share how long you've been in business and share a little bit about your previous career or your education. Help provide context for what you do today. Number four, post a photo of your work. And you can say something like this. My client's main purpose for doing this project was blank, and I accomplished that goal by doing blank. <laughs> the call to action that you add at the end is view more transformed spaces by clicking the link in my bio or go to www.yourwebsite.com. Kind of depends. If you're posting this just on Instagram, you can always say link in bio and then make sure the link in your bio is going to your website. If you're posting on both Facebook and Instagram simultaneously, then you might want to say link in bio or your web address. Number five, share a stat about your industry. Any industry association you're part of will likely have stats on their website, like HSRA, RISA, IHAS, or I, I don't know of any professional home organizing organizations, I apologize, <laughs> but I'm also thinking of ASID or IDS, um, all the designers and stagers know what I'm talking about here, um, WCAA. All those organizations will likely have stats that you can easily look up and share on social media. Now, you don't want to share it like all the time, but it's good to provide extra credibility for yourself. You can be your own PR rep in that way. All right, so where were we? That was basically uh, number five. Let's see. The call to action for number five, by the way, after you shared that stat is want results like this, let's get on the phone. Schedule a call by clicking the link in my bio or going to, you guessed it, yourwebsite.com. Number six, share a photo of your family. And then in the caption, share how long you've been married, if you are married. Where do you live? Your kids, their ages. Share those details. Number seven, post a photo of your work. And then end your caption with, the trickiest part about this project was blank. I solved it by doing blank. Call to action would be, need your house problems solved once and for all. Send me a message with a photo of your problem 
and we'll go from there. Now, this does not mean that you're going to start providing virtual design or staging services via Instagram DMs. What this is doing is giving people a very concrete action to take to get personally connected with you. And when they send you the DM with a photo of their space, you can respond with, here is my Calendly link or my Acuity scheduling link. Let's get on the phone. And you can do a short discovery call with them, and then you can pitch them your paid consult. Number eight, share a common misconception about your industry or your career, and then explain the truth. So this is really just about busting some myths. The call to action would be click the link in my bio to book a discovery call. So again, you're always going back to, this is how you get in touch with me. This is how you take the next step. It's really important. Number nine, share a photo of you on a job site. What's your favorite type of project and why? Be specific. Don't say that you like all projects because that's just boring. You really do need to be specific because specificity is what sells. Number 10, share yet another photo of your work and say something like this. Approximately 300 decisions had to be made and 45 problems had to be solved in order to create the end result that you're looking at right now. That's why I get hired. So much work, so worth it. Click the link in my bio to see what I can do for your project. Number 11, share the main, most motivating reason someone should hire you. Focus on the emotion it brings, such as less stress versus the features you offer. Like, okay, you manage the project. That's great. But don't focus on that. Focus on how people feel before and after hiring you. And end with this call to action. DM me with your most stressful house project. I'll take a look and we'll go from there. And after you get their DM, you can ask them to book a discovery call just like before. Number 12, share a photo of you or your team and tell fans why you're so passionate about your business. Tell them about the main problem you seek to solve for your clients and why that problem matters to you. Why does it hit home? Share the details. Number 13, share a photo of your work. There's a lot of that, isn't there? <laughs> but this is a visual industry, so you have to share images of your work. How long did this project, whatever you posted, how long did it take and where was it located? What is your favorite element of that particular photo? Make sure you take all the vendors and then end with, go here to view more of my work. And then you'd have, you know, yourwebsite.com forward slash portfolio or whatever it is. 14. What questions have your clients emailed you about recently? Turn it into a tip. You could use a Canva graphic for this. You could do like just... I don't know, type it in a text message, take a screenshot of that message and then post it because those often get attention. Either way, you need to end with need more help. Send me a direct message or book a discovery call here, yourwebsite.com forward slash contact, whatever it is for you. Number 15, post a photo of yourself and share how long you've been in business. Share how you hope every client feels after working with you and end with ready to take our relationship to the next level? DM me about your project. 16. Explain in one sentence how this one particular project you had really pushed your creativity. Could be a small project, could be a big project. Regardless, don't be afraid to say things like, this is the first time I've ever done blank, and it turns out great. It really went well. End with, go here to view more of my work. And then, of course, your web address. You guys know the drill by now. <laughs> 17. Think of the worst advice you have ever heard in regard to your industry and then counteract it. You can end it with something like, need more help? Send me a direct message or book a discovery call here. 
Again, with the myth busting, it's really cool to do this because people who don't know much about design or about staging might have some misconceptions and you can help them feel smart by showing them, okay, here's why the rule of four does not exist. Here's why the rule of three matters and stuff like that. It'll help them feel smart and you want to make people feel good about themselves because then they'll feel good about you. Okay, number 18. Post a photo of just you and share something that you are super passionate about outside of your business. Don't even talk about work. Don't talk about your services. You don't even need to add a call to action here because it's just going to be about you and super personal. 19. When homeowners DIY their design, staging, or organizing projects, what mistakes do you often see them making and how do you help them avoid those mistakes? You could end this caption with, go here to view my work, or go here to view my services, or go here to book a discovery call. The image you post along with this could be a random image of the mistake being made that you're talking about. It could be something totally different. It could be a picture of you pulling your hair out. I don't know, (laughs) whatever you want. 20. Share one little known bit of info about your industry, about your services, or about you. So share something that most people just don't know. And you can end it with, need more help? Send me a direct message or book a discovery call here. I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to chat about Side Door one more time. Why? Well, guys, I believe you shouldn't have to constantly trade hours for dollars in your business. And I bet you believe the same thing. If you are ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for Side Door. Side Door is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products. You make the sale and they'll handle ordering and shipping. Or you could just use Side Door to purchase products yourself at designer pricing without any vendor accounts or minimums required. It honestly doesn't get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using Side Door and for good reason. You can sell products on your own website and even from your own social media profiles. It's pretty much genius. If you have dreamed about having an online shop, but you just didn't want to take care of the technology or having inventory or just all the headache and stress that can come along with that, Side Door could be a great solution for you. Sign up at OnSideDoor.com. Caption prompt number 21. Post a photo of you and or your team, installers, subcontractors, and tag all of them if you can. Explain what a day in your business looks like when you're working with them. You don't need to have a call to action here because it's really, again, about being personable and candid and really relatable. Number 22. How did your client react when he or she saw their project on install day? And of course, choose whatever image you want from any of your installs. And with, go here to view more of my work. And then, of course, your web address. Number 23, what should people do if they're nervous about working with someone like you? Designer, stager, workroom, organizer. Explain that you understand those concerns. Share that empathy. Share the problems you help solve. And then end with, need more help? Or need to start getting some help? send me a direct message or book a discovery call. So again, we're going to have the same call to action throughout this because the goal of social media is to, yes, build relationships, but also to just get people off social media and over to your website. Number 24, post a photo of you with your pet, your child, your significant other, your business partner, 
share why they are so important to you or so special to you. You don't need a call to action for this one either because again, it's personal. Number 25, post a caption that describes why a certain image that you're posting doesn't work. So let's just say you grabbed a stock image because you were like, oh my goodness, who designed this? It's awful. Explain what works or what doesn't work and then end with need help with your space? Click the link in my bio. It's kind of fun to start critiquing spaces, but if you're going to critique anything, make sure that that's not actually some other designer's work that could potentially read your words because that would be so awkward. What you could do, and again, approach this cautiously, but is to find a stock photo. Some of them are actually computer renderings, so you will not be hurting anyone's feelings if you start ripping that apart verbally. <laughs> but of course, approach this one cautiously is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, so number 26, share your favorite easy organizing, designing, or staging tip. And then end with, want more than just tips? I can help. Click the link in my bio to book a discovery call. Number 27, post a photo of you. It can be professional or it can be from a smartphone. Share how you got started in your particular field. Was your career path intentional or was it accidental? Now, one thing I want to say here is we've had a couple different captions that have you talk about your entrepreneurial journey in slightly different ways. And you should be posting about this repeatedly because that's your journey. It's your story. And it ends up being part of your brand. If those of you listening have been following me on Instagram for, you know, six months, a year, you know that I talk repeatedly about my entrepreneurial journey for that exact reason. It is part of my brand. It's a huge reason why I do what I do. And I talk about the same things over and over because there are different people seeing those posts. The same people don't see every single post. The same people might see it, but they might not read it. So it's okay to say the same thing more than once on social media. Number 28, post a photo of your work or a relevance stock image that you've curated, of course. In the caption, explain the emotional or mental benefit of using your services. The call to action should be ready to clear your mental clutter and create a better space. Click the link in my bio. Number 29, share your favorite easy organizing design or staging tip for a specific space in the home. We're not talking general tips here. Maybe you hone in on the home office or the main bathroom or the powder room or the living area, whatever you want. End with ready to give clutter the boot or ready to give bad design the boot or are you ready to feel confident about your space? Click the link in my bio. Number 30, post a photo of you. It can be professional or candid. And then share which room of the house you love to organize or design or stage the most. Don't have to have a call to action here. If you do want one, you could certainly send people over to your portfolio. Number 31, post a photo of your work. And in the caption, explain why sorting or purging is essential to design, staging, and organizing. Your call to action should be ready to feel like you have more space. Click the link in my bio. Number 32, share your favorite easy tip for designing, organizing, or staging business spaces. We're talking offices, storefronts, studios, etc. 
The call to action should be work more on your business and less on your space. I can help. Just click the link in my bio to get started. This is for those of you who are working on commercial spaces, not just residential, of course. Number 33, post a photo of you and share how long you've been in business and then share the exact services you offer. List every single one and hopefully you don't have too many because that would just make your marketing burden ginormous. So hopefully you only offer like three to five services and just spell out exactly what those services are. You'd be surprised how many people don't really know what you do or they might have it in their head that you only do this one thing and they don't realize you do two or three other things. So now is your opportunity to just lay it all out there for them. Number 34, post an image in which something, again, was not designed or staged or organized correctly. And then instead of critiquing it and saying, well, this wasn't done right or this didn't work, instead just share how they could have done it differently. So it's less of a critique and more of a feedback. And this, again, you do not want to use an image from a colleague. You don't want to use an image from somebody that you know. That would just be awkward. In this situation, you could even use, you know, maybe it was like one of your earliest projects and you're just kind of, you know, inwardly groaning and rolling your eyes and letting your audience do that along with you. Like, oh man, when I was first getting started in home staging, this is what I did. I thought that it looked so good, but it's two years later and I'm cringing when I look at it. People will enjoy that experience with you because we've all had those moments when we're like, oh no, what was I thinking? And it's okay to share that. It's okay to be real. Okay, so number 35, share your favorite easy tip for walk-in closets or pantries or laundry rooms or other utilitarian spaces. These spaces often go on, well, let's just say they don't get enough attention. Everyone wants to talk about the kitchen and the living space and the main suite. They don't really want to talk about these little spaces, or maybe they're not so little spaces. And you should talk about them because it's a very niche way to position yourself. Not that you're going to be known as the closet interior designer or the pantry organizer, but maybe. And maybe that would be a great thing for you. Last but not least, number 36. Post a photo of yourself. And if you don't have that, post a photo of your work. And then explain how your clients feel after you've worked in their spaces. You could share something specific, like a client's emotional experience and how they were totally transformed through your work. Maybe when you started working with them, they were overwhelmed and chaotic, stressful, it, like the whole thing was just a mess. And then after the project was done and their space was beautifully organized or well-designed or their staged home sold quickly, they felt good and confident and excited. That's an emotional journey that you're going to want to share on social media. So I hope that through these 36 caption prompts, you've noticed a trend. Number one, send people to your website or ask them to DM you. Don't ask them to follow you. Don't ask them to click like because honestly, that doesn't contribute to your sales funnel at all. But having them DM you and having them go to your website definitely will help. The other trend you might have noticed is posting photos of your work and telling client stories and explaining the emotional benefits of working with you. This is all really important because you have to understand people, whether they are rich or poor or somewhere in between, 
They make their buying decisions based off emotion, whether it's a huge chunk of change like, you know, a multi-million dollar house, or it's just a one-room redesign. They all make their decisions emotionally. Even those realtors, whom you swear, don't have emotions. <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing. To all the realtors out there, don't hate me. Only kidding. But seriously, guys, the, the other trend you might have noticed is you need to talk about yourself and you need to post photos of yourself. Now, I recently got an email from a client who was like, how can I really increase the engagement on my photos on, on Instagram? I just feel like the photos are okay, but well, they're good actually, but I'm just not getting the feedback that I want, the reactions and the comments. Well, the one thing that they were leaving out was themselves. And if they would post photos of themselves occasionally, the captions were still very, very corporate. You know, they, they weren't sharing anything about their family or their hopes and dreams or even their failures. Don't be afraid to share those things on Instagram or on Facebook or even on LinkedIn because that's you being a real person. And social media is about real people connecting with other real people, not about businesses connecting with people. So these are all just things to keep in mind and hopefully they will help you shift your mindset and also help you remember that Instagram and Facebook were not meant to directly give you clients, but they're just part of a greater sales funnel. And they're, it's one of many tools, guys. It's one of many tools, so don't get too hung up on it. Now, if you are interested in stock images, Lightroom presets, Facebook business suite, the free Hootsuite plan, which is very hard to find on their website, by the way, or even the free social media templates from Socialite Vault, you should head over to the show notes of this episode, the thekateshowpodcast.com episode 155, to get all those goodies. And until next time, guys, keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com, where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.